Digital. This is the Trust the Tech podcast, and we got a very last-minute surprise guest. Um, he's been here before. Uh, it's Ramal Media. What up, people? How's everyone doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's Sunday morning for me right now, so it's just full chill vibes. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Really excited about it. Um, this is our first stream of uh, 2023, our first podcast of 2023. So uh, I'm just really excited to get in um, to what we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about um, some of the recent tech that came out, and then we're going to be talking about um, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the future tech and some of our predictions and everything. Have a few um, features that I'd like to use in this new streaming software as well. Um, this streaming software is called Opus, and I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about all of the uh, new features. So, um, yeah, let's get it going. Um, and that's one of the features right there. I don't know if you guys see that crown, but when you drop an emoji, it's called Emoji Rain. Um, the emoji emoji Rain? Our, yeah. Lady on our screen as well. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, let's hop into it. Um, first things first, uh, what are you guys working on? Uh, I'll let, I'll let Ramal go first. It's been a while. <laughs> All right, thanks. Um, so we just saw a bunch of stuff Apple announced in like what last week. Uh, so hopefully, I think the HomePods and the MacBooks I'll be getting to check out sometime next week, uh, which oh, is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, the awesome. HomePod, I'm actually very, uh, I wouldn't say excited. I'm just curious as to what it's going to be like, because I never had an original HomePod, but I, I know that it's, I, I've been in the presence of them and they sound amazing, especially mm -hmm. their Dolby Atmos capabilities. Um, so I just want to, I want to see what Apple is doing with this one, because this one is slightly cheaper than the one they uh, released, the original one back in 2018. Um, yeah. I, I still don't think it's worth it for most people, but I, I, I'm looking at it more from like an audio um I'm looking at it from like an audio first perspective, not like a Siri smart speaker, because I couldn't, I could give less, less of a shit about Siri, honestly. Just <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but like, I, I want to see what I can do when I like hook it up to an Apple TV, run it in stereo with Dolby Atmos. I just want to see what it's like, because it's like it's around the same price as a decent soundbar if you get two of them for a TV. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, that's what my concern was as well. It is around the yeah. same price as a, a actual soundbar. Yeah, no, the Mac Pro trading that was funny. I think David Amell was the first one who pointed that out on Twitter. Uh huh. That's just funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, no, new MacBooks are very exciting. Well, they're not very exciting, but it's. A, mm -hmm. I'm curious to see what Apple's going to do with the M2 chip in that particular chassis because I'm wondering if the 14 inch is going to overheat with the M2 Max, like the M1 Max, the previous 14 inch, because that was an issue. Because like mm -hmm. the M1 Pro and the 16 inch was outperforming the M2, the M1 Max, and the 14 inch because the 14 inch didn't have the right like the proper thermal envelope for it but i'm, I'm wondering if that's going to change but it, it's not it's a very minor update overall not that much to talk about there i got you what's up sean yeah king sober in the chat well as far yeah. as me uh i'm actually working on a pixel 6 video like after one year later i guess i'm going to revisit that because i did tell my audience that i was still going to cover the pixel 6 because you know one thing about a lot of the audiences they don't really upgrade like we do so, you know, and mm -hmm. once the new product come out, we kind of like forget about the old product and just leave it alone and not go back and visit it. So I kind of feel like I'm going to keep doing that year on year, um, but I'll only do like the generation under it. So once the Pixel 8 come out, I will cover the 7 and the 8. I don't think I'm going to keep going like all the way back to the 6, but I will revisit the 6 after a few years because I definitely plan on keeping it. And um, I'm also working on another video of uh, my voice sent me a treadmill 
<clears throat> and I've been oh, yeah. I just finished that video. Yeah. So I'm reviewing that right now. Actually, I'm finished it. Um, probably going to launch that sometime soon or whatever. But I just waiting to hear back from them real quick because it was a feature on it that I'm pretty sure they wanted me to show off and it just didn't work. So I was trying to see if I could get some clarity of trying to figure out how to get it to work. And if if I can't, then it's going to be in the video. And I'm just going to say I probably got a faulty unit or something. So I got you. I got you. On. But I did um, want to say something real quick, though. Like, which, it was just kind of funny, though, because uh, I guess somebody hit me up on Twitter and was like, um, can you talk about other stuff besides pixels on your channel? Because not everybody has a pixel. And then I was I don't know how to tell him that I have a pixel channel. Like, I mean, if you can't, if you really can't tell that my channel is like based around Google and Pixel and every, all their products and stuff like that, I don't know what to tell you, but it, it's clear that he doesn't watch my channel because there's other products too <laughs> up there as well, as everyone yeah. already know. But of course, anytime I post any other products, they don't do as well as my Pixel products because it's a Pixel channel. So I'm not going right. to, you know, cram other products down the throat of everybody when they're coming. And from it's me. also your channel. So you get to choose ultimately. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on, exactly. right? yeah <laughs> but yeah 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 that's what's up bro um one of your most recent videos uh i just wanted you to give us a quick summary you said pixel 7 pro not so perfect what yeah. in your opinion makes it not perfect well, I mean, I know a lot of us talk about the pixel and how great it is and I not do too as well, but you know, on the, on the outside of things, everyone runs into like software bugs and issues on every device that we own. Right. But yeah. some of them aren't that, you know, feasible to talk about. There's no point of like bringing it up a lot and just, you know, to give somebody something to talk about or whatever like that. So I figure, you know, because I'm talking about how great my experience is, let me just talk about some things that actually happened while I was using the device. So that mm -hmm. video is mainly about not bashing all the issues, but just kind of addressing some of the things that happen in my usage, because I don't want to think, I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying this phone never had any issues, right? Not a single crash, uh, not a single glitch, or maybe a reboot or anything, because every device does it once in a while because it's software. So that's mainly what yeah. that video is addressing, just small things that happen. I know some of the things may be consistent for others, but it just wasn't for me. It was just like, boom, what the mm -hmm. heck? And then one and done. So yeah. Did you yeah, experience that's... any issues with the modem on the Pixel 7 Pro? Because I've got a few findings that I actually want to share. Um, uh, I did address that inside my video, but it's not like what you think it is. Um, mm -hmm. I know like last year with the 6 Pro and the 6 Series, everybody was having issues with those, right? Yeah, I, I, never, I, never, I never did. Like my area, uh, at least with 4G, is solid. But 5G, when I'm on 5G, <laughs> that's where the problem happens. So that's what I addressed in my video. So as far as like modem issues, no, only when I'm swapping from 4G to 5G on purpose is where I'd be starting having signal problems. But I don't think that's the modem. I think that's literally the lack of 5G support in my area. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I was having um, some sort of modem issue uh, just in terms of power draw. The modem was definitely like there was a significant difference in between the Wi-Fi and yeah. um, cellular data on the 6 yeah, I'll, I'll, I have Can I just touch on that real quick? Um, I don't know if you guys saw my tweets about the Pixel 7 Pro battery life that I was experiencing, like the really mm -hmm. bad battery life. Mm -hmm. um, so I ran a, I ran a little experiment and I, I do have modem issues, but it's got nothing to do with coverage. It's like Galen said with power draw. So what mm -hmm. I did was I did three separate tests with the Pixel 7 Pro. Our uh, mm -hmm. first test was I had the SIM in my phone, but Wi-Fi was on, you know, as you would have like at, when you're just at home overnight, right? I ran a battery drain test overnight on standby, lost 20%. That's oh, not wow. normal, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. 
so then what I did was the next day I took the SIM card out but still had Wi-Fi on and mm-hmm. let it on, be on standby overnight. Lost around five percent. So that was a like there's something wrong with. I think it's maybe my particular phone, but there's something wrong mm-hmm. with the modem in this one. Um, and then I put it into airplane mode the next night and it lost one percent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, good. That's, so that's actually a good test. That's a good yeah, test. So um, there's something on this. I think I was experiencing the same thing on my Pixel Seven as well. Like there's something mm. going on that I don't know what. Like yeah. I, I don't know what it is. So my my Pixel is currently shelved at the moment because I the, the battery life is getting to the point where I'm actually going to ask reach out to Google and ask about this because it's it's happening on both of my devices. So that's a mm-hmm. bit strange, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have experienced anything like that, but like I think, I think I'm just... experiencing the extreme end of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's basically just the extremely old uh, modem. Is it still an outdated modem, right? Still an older Exynos. Yeah, yeah that's what I think it is, um, just in my opinion. Yeah, but it's it's definitely like it's my, at this point in time, it's my only gripe with, with my Pixel experience. Everything else is like, it's almost A-plus quality, everything else. It's just that, you know? Yeah, I, it's crazy. Yeah, one one of one of my biggest gripes with my Pixel now is I really don't like. I mean, it's hard to explain. When you hold a Galaxy phone, the way it feels in your hand, it feels premium. My Pixel doesn't feel premium, like as in weight. I I, I like weight to my phone, and that's weight distribution. Thing. Yeah, I, was I mean, I'm not, about that with Max <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not that it's not premium feeling, right? Like the feel of mm-hmm. it, but just the weight just kind of offsets that feeling. That is premium so i, I think that's like mm-hmm. one of my biggest things about my pixel that i don't like but other than that i like it it's cool yeah so that's what's up so um yeah let me hit some of these comments this is crazy three hours of screen on time that's that's low um oh, yeah. i think <laughs> samsung yeah samsung's fabrication has a lot to do with this as well because they're using samsung's fab and it's not doing them any favors at all yeah. Yeah. To to talk about his three hours, he recently updated to the January patch, and it just pretty much demolished his battery experience now. So, mm-hmm. um, I you know I don't know if he reset the phone, reset the usage, and stuff. I think he did reset the usage. He said, but I don't know if he did a full reset on the phone. But normally, sometimes that helps. But somebody shouldn't always have to do that as a fix or opt into a beta mm-hmm. for a fix. It's, I think that Google addresses their um, issues too slow. You know, um, at least for the to nerd community, because we're the only ones that care about that. I'm going to be honest with you. The average person, like yeah. if my mom had his Pixel and it drained like that, she wouldn't really care. She'd just plug it up and just live her life. She, she wouldn't even know that her battery is draining because she it's just something that she doesn't care about. And that's just most average people. But I think the tech community, us, is the ones who care about this the most. Um, so I guess that's why it's a big issue that people talk about battery life, because every time a phone come out, the first question everybody asks is battery life. I, I don't care about battery life on phones because I'm not a heavy user. I use tablets and other things and try to stay on my phone a lot. So it's just my usage. Yeah. Have you guys noticed a difference in battery life between the 6 and 7? Um, Yeah, I have. Yeah. The 7 is better. 7 Pro is better. It's yeah, my 7 Pro was good until the modem <laughs> issues started. Like, it was good for the first couple of months. And then I did a reset and then the issues started happening. Be, I, I don't know. Be right back, yeah. guys. Yep. <laughs> no problem. Um, so yeah, um, one thing I want to talk about um, is the Nothing Phone One. You got that around the time it came out, right, um, yep. Ramal? Right here. Oh yeah, it's that's actually what's up. it's unironically a really good phone. I actually do really like it. <laughs> yeah, so that's been huge in the states. I don't know if you saw like they um, released the, the beta, beta and 
the beta program, um, $2.99 for the phone and um, being part of like the nothing OS beta. I feel like that's definitely worth it. Uh, that's a for, steal. Like, the like it, of the phone. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if this is a controversial take, but um, if you're, if the nothing phone for you works on your cellular bands, because I don't think it's supported on all the cellular bands in the US. Um, but if it is supported mm-hmm. and if you don't care about the cameras, I would get this over a Pixel 6a. Like, I would I get this over you. a yeah. Pixel 6a. If you don't care about the cameras. So, um, how much was it when it first came out? Wasn't it four ninety or three ninety nine? It was like, no, it was like around the US equivalent of 450 to 500 US dollars. So it was, it was a little okay. expensive for like, I think that was a little overpriced for what this is. I think it should have been priced around 400 US dollars. I think that would have been nice, but for 300 bucks, this is like a no brainer just to even just test out like 300 bucks for this. That's insane. <laughs> You know, it's a <laughs> tech life. Definitely got to get BG on here one day. It's really cool, dude. Um, days one said he's getting seven hours of screen Mike, time. With so put up uh, uh, Mike's comment because this is so true on Twitter. You see it. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> the device where iPhone haters compliment the design, and it's so ironic. That's that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And I feel like a lot of people are really hating on these phones. Uh, it, it's getting like much hate like the Pixels are. But uh, I think it's a nice looking phone. I think the design and everything else or whatever, it's just it's just another phone on the market to me. You know, um, uh, the, worth checking out for some people and worth not for some people, I guess. Yeah. The, the really unique yeah. thing about the Nothing phone is that it provides what is essentially a stock Android experience at a low price mm-hmm. point, which you don't yeah. get in any other manufacturer except for like maybe Google. Google, yeah. um, and that's like, and the, the software experience on this phone is like, I would say it's it's just a notch below the Pixel because it doesn't have that like the, the the Pixel has that insane buttery smoothness that no other smartphone I've ever used can match. This yeah. doesn't have that. Yeah. But if but apart from that, this is like as close to stock Android you can get with like an extra layer of customization. Customization, mm-hmm. like I have a custom icon pack there. Um, but it's just it's a great phone. Like you can't deny that it's a great phone, especially for three hundred US dollars. Like that's insane. Hey, you know, so crazy. I think yeah. I think it receives a lot of hate, <laughs> nice especially because of the design of it. And if you yeah. think about that, that phone would turn more heads than anybody holding an iPhone in their hand. Period. Oh, for sure. You know, you know, and I think that's like you know the hardcore people who love iPhones. Yeah. Just they don't like that. You know, they're gonna like, well, I need that. I'm, I'm gonna put my phone down a certain way or whatever. But you know, if I have the nothing one phone, I will put my phone face down. As a matter of fact, I put my Pixel face down now. That's how I put all my phones down. I put them face down. I just. That's just how I hold my phone. I, I, I don't know. I got used to it back in the days when we had the flashlight notification on Android, which, well, at least. I also do it for privacy it. reasons as well. I don't and, want and, people yeah, seeing my notification. Yeah. Exactly. And and that too as well. So it's always face down. So just having that design to look at just at a dinner table or whatever just will look so good. So, I mean, people are, like I say, it's always just one of those situations where we don't have that. So we don't like it. That's that's just mm-hmm. what it is. So. Yeah. If people are so hating, to... them, there's something wrong. Yeah, people yeah. have to be hated. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah so I want to do a quick, oh, I want to hit Michael Pepper's comment first. Motorola has a pretty stock Android too, which is definitely true. And they are like pretty cheap over here in the States. Um, I love the Motorola hardware, phones right? perfectly. Yeah. No, Motorola phones. Their, their hardware, hardware is, is it's their cameras to me personally. It's their yeah. cameras. Their hardware is 
pretty decent in my opinion but um yeah i kind of want to do a poll i want to see how many people would actually um pick up the nothing phone one so i'm gonna start this poll um for those watching to answer to this poll just put yes or no in quotation marks and it will start a tally so i'm gonna start that now mm-hmm. would you pick up the nothing phone one at 299 <clears throat> And to be honest with you, I'm going to get that phone eventually, but it's not like essential that I get that phone, but I definitely want to get that phone. Okay. For sure. That I feel like it's a good collector's phone. Gotcha. We got a yes. Make sure you put your answer in quotation marks. That's how the poll registers. So we got two yeses. I mean, I think that if, if I... Hey, Mike, you're right. I... 199? <laughs> Yeah. Now, if I recall correctly, I think yeah. the reason nothing's doing the beta program is so that they can test like mm-hmm. the sales service coverage. If that's is that mm-hmm. why they're doing it? Yeah, yeah. probably. So if, if if it works on your like plan, that I guess it's just like a like what the hell? Might as well try. Yeah, yeah we got, true. Looks like we got four yeses and one no so far. Five yeses. So looks like majority of the people watching this would definitely pick up the uh, nothing phone. It's it's a hell I mean, of a lot. There's really no reason not to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I definitely think it's like one of the best values that you will see um, in 2023. Now, um, it's not a lot yeah. of phones that hold value that well, except for probably Pixels, um, mm. especially here in the U.S. Like overseas, like in the European market and the Asia market, you could definitely get your Xiaomi, Oppo different phones like that but over here it's so saturated that you don't really get good value unless you import from overseas and that's what i hate about being here right now is like all the big players well all the players that we normally had are pretty much dead and if it wasn't for google coming back swinging with the pixel 6 series we'd still be apple and samsung all day and yeah that's that's your only choice that's our only choice. And, you know, when you get tired of Samsung and then you get tired of Apple, then there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with what Michael Pepper's tech said here as well. Um, it's basically a Kickstarter method. Allows them to get more information on what people use the device. So if they have bugs, they'll take a loss for the data gain. That's super true. They're basically just making doing this to make the nothing phone too a lot better. Yeah. And I'm all for it because I, I like the because I don't know if you guys have seen the videos that nothing has with Carl Pei like in them. Like he seems like a very grounded person. Like he yeah. understands yeah. what he's doing. He understands the limitations, yeah. the benefits. He understands everything. Like he he's looking at this through like a very surprisingly unbiased eye, considering that he's the CEO of the company, right? Uh, right. Really he's a consumer. He's a consumer oriented person. You could just like tell just based on like different interviews and things that you've seen him, and he's just a really good people person. Um, and, and so because he, of that, I think that's why his product one day is going to blow up. I, I can promise you, if he keep the keep that up and keep the support up and listening to the customers like he is, he's going to blow up and he's going to be a sleeping giant. Nobody's going to even pay attention. They, they're not even know what's going to happen. So do you guys see nothing getting success in the Western market? So in the U.S. and Canada, do you guys see them getting good sales over here if they were to come to U.S. carriers? Um, for the price, yes, but not yeah, like not for the, not for the name because we we know here in the U.S. You know the That's reason true. why uh, most people actually own an iPhone is because they're financing it in the first place. Because I doubt if you know Apple would be so dominant here if people had to buy the phones outright. 
And the reason why a lot of these phones and Samsung phones sell even more here in the U.S. because their cheaper phones, the A-series, are on carriers for like $89 or $100. And when people walk into the store, their decision is price. It's not really the yeah. phone, but more so the price. But the people who know they want a uh, Samsung phone and a flagship one that they've seen in a commercial or people who know they want an iPhone, they can just finance it. And they know they can walk in there and drop $125 and walk out with a $1,000 phone. And yeah, so yeah, I think... I, yeah. Yeah, I right. think nothing's like the North American strategy has to be. They have to price their phones for carriers under their Samsung A series just to yes. get their name out there. Like they have to do that because they have to be competitive. Like, so, they have to be better, but also less expensive than the A series for people so, to actually understand and notice. That. Yeah, my question is how much of like the build quality and design can like how much will that like play a factor in in person marketing like with consumers because i feel like if you go into a store or best buy pick up a phone turn around the back and it like lights up at you and you can like see the insides like i feel like that's enough marketing in itself it is um, for a lot of people I mean, you like, have to feel like, you have to feel this phone like if you feel this phone if you, it's a nice feeling phone it feels nice mm -hmm. like this feels better than any plastics phone that you can get from Samsung mid-range. And even like, right. like it, it also looks nice as well. It's got symmetrical bezels. Like it has that kind of flagship quality, but like you can tell it's not a flagship, but it's not to the point where it's like very budget and it's build quality. Like you can tell mm -hmm. it's an, it's like a step above everything else at this price point, especially. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's hop into the um, the Apple devices that we saw earlier this week. So um, let me pull up an article and share my screen. Okay, so um, Apple announced um, the new MacBook Pro, the 14 and 16 inches with the um, latest M2 Pro and M2 Max chips, which will give like a 20% um, performance increase and 30% faster graphics. Uh, the laptops can be configured up to 96 gigs of RAM, which is absolutely bonkers. I don't know <coughs> who, needs, who needs 96 gigs of RAM on a MacBook. Um, Patar uh, actually sent me a picture. 3D renders. Yeah. Right, yeah. Patar like sent me a picture. Literally just rend like, people who does the renders and stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's literally it. Like nothing yeah. else. Like you do not need all of that RAM. That's absolutely insane. Is this something that you guys would pick up? Um, if I had the money, <laughs> and I'm going to say that, if I had the money, no, no. Nah. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I do think it's overkill. And I think I'd just be wasting money because um, my current custom built PC is 64 gigs. And I don't even use half of that because, you know, when I'm video editing or photo editing, I literally just yeah. probably have a music app open and that app and that's right. it I, i'm not a person who's have like 50 or 60 apps open just because of the fact that i can do it or whatever it's just it, i think that at a point with these computers a certain limit of ram like eight gigs is stupid but i think like 16 or somewhere between 32 or even like if they did 20 something would be a good base for most computers but 32 mm -hmm. We're probably the M2 being, Pro should have started at 24 gigs of RAM. Should have started yeah, at 24 gigs of RAM. Yeah, and that's that's where I'm getting at because that, like, I don't feel like, especially with the M1 chips and the M2 chips, I don't feel like you need that much RAM. I can't imagine somebody with 96 gigs of RAM. But what are you going to do? Open up all your application and then go edit a video? I mean, is that your plan? 
Like, what are you really doing with that? Like, yeah, right. It's crazy. Right. And especially you know? because I, I, I also call bullshit on people who say like future proofing. Like, you don't need ninety six gigs of RAM. You, you, like, you don't. I, you don't bro, that. I've been yeah. I've been having sixty four for five years. I I still haven't used it. So future proofing for what? <laughs> like for what? <laughs> Only thing I got to update in my computer now is probably my graphics card because you know when you do custom built PCs, the thing that you want to upgrade the most is probably the graphics cards if you need to. If you need to. Yeah. You know, I agree. Because, I think Yeah. Yeah, I think all consumer tech should start at 16 gigs as 16. well. 8 8 is well too low depending on the price, but for the prices Apple's charging, 16 gigs sounds definitely fair. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Apple prices for sure, one hundred percent sure. Everything they sell needs to have sixteen yeah. as default, and then you need to move up, like you say, twenty four or thirty two, maybe sixty four, I guess. But ninety <clears throat> ninety six is just for them to get people to buy, you know, spend more money. Because I mean, you know, we all know about that guy who bought the fifty two uh, maxed out um, Mac Pro or whatever. And try to trade it in. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about that. Like, right. why did he? Why did he mm-hmm. need all that? This is that. That's in, that's insanely crazy. It's like at least he's some kind what of government official. Five of RAM. That is insane. <laughs> I mean, and I'm pretty sure he's. Uh, wasn't he like a video guy, a video editor or something? Like, yeah. That's whew, that's all. Yeah, that's all that. That's. No, uh, it's I, funny because MKBHD. He had he has the 1.5 turn. Like he has the maxed out Mac Pro, right? But he, I was listening to his podcast and he has the current like maxed out M1 Max MacBook Pro. He mm-hmm. said he's not looking to upgrade to the M2 Max because he can't, the M1 Max is already like enough power for him. And he does like, he does 8K video editing, right? And he, yeah. if, he, if for him, that's enough power. Like for anyone else, like any YouTuber, aspiring YouTuber, like you, mm-hmm. you don't need this, right? You, you, you don't. don't. It's not built for YouTubers. I don't like it. It's not. But that being said, I do want it because, like, I like it's like kind of like you know people who like supercars. You don't like always drive them fast, but like it's nice to have, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fun, but like at the same time, very unnecessary for most people. Yeah, yeah. it's overkill. Um, so the M2 yeah. Mac Mini um, looks like they're gonna have an M2 and M2 Pro option uh, for the Mac Mini. Mm-hmm. The starting price at that is absolutely just nuts, bonkers. I can't imagine like. It's funny because this rivals like the performance of like a. So say, let's just say you have six hundred dollars to build a Windows PC. <laughs> an M2 Mac yeah, Mini. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, you can. It just doesn't compete. Like you could probably get 1080p gaming on that. Like it's absolutely insane. That would be like a i3 or even lower processor on the Windows side. Like, I mean, the M2 the Mac Mini you can get for 500 bucks with the education discount as well. Yeah, and um, that's even more crazy. I, uh, 500 bucks for a brand new computer with a brand new processor. <clears throat> Just think I actually about ordered it. the um, I actually ordered the Pro model. Oh, the M2 yeah, Pro. Which particular the, spec yeah, is that? The one that um, you, which particular spec? The very base one is um, with the 10 to 16 cores, I believe. Um, you get a uh, five, twelve, and sixteen gigs of RAM. Just, just the base model. Of that I didn't upgrade anything. How much did that run for? Uh, I paid about uh thirteen something or oh, whatever. I was, yeah. I, I was, bucks, yeah, yeah. But I, I kind of wish that I didn't order it. I don't know if they got a. I don't know how their return program is, but I think I would have been better off just getting the base model and then upgrading mm-hmm. that to thirty-two and getting five hundred and twelve. And I still right. would have been, I still would have been fine with that for what I do, because like my you can't M1, get the M2 with 32 gigs of RAM. You have to get the M2 Pro for that. I'm pretty sure. 
No, no, I think the yeah, home two, max is out of on, You might be right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ma- yeah. 16 gigs, I meant to say. No. Yeah, the 16 gig with 512. No. I think I would have been fine with that, to be honest with you. And that would have put me at $1,000. No. So, yeah. No, I, I actually have something oh, it's 24. It's 24. It's 24. <laughs> yeah. It's 24 for the M2, for the, the base model. Yeah. You can't get 32, but you get 24. Yeah, there's actually something funny about the M2 Pro Mac Mini. Um, so if you if you spec so if you get an M2 Pro Mac Mini and you spec it up mm-hmm. to like the non-binned M2 Pro, you spec it up to 32 gigs of RAM and you also mm-hmm. give it 512 gigs of storage. It's the same mm-hmm. price as a base model Mac Studio. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I seen that. I seen that, and that's the only reason why I didn't yeah. like keep on putting everything in it because I was like, for that price, I'll just get the Mac Studio. It doesn't make sense. The thing is, is exactly. I'm just trying to upgrade and save at the same time. But and then I looked at the trade-in value for my Mac. It, they say they said they wanted 280 for it, so I just gave them the middle finger and said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna put that shit in my living room somewhere." Because for 280 dollars, I'm not giving you my Mac Mini that I paid 800 some dollars for for 280 dollars towards the new one. Just I don't know, trade-ins just yeah. is is trash right now. And I, and yeah, I did. For sure. yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm get I'm gonna let the Mac Pro come in, but I'm gonna just decide if I want to take it back and um, just get the 16 or 24 gig model or whatever, just to save money. Because like I'm not really hardcore um, on my M1 chip now. Uh, I think like uh, with my Air, I have to use proxies, and on my M1 now, I don't have to use proxies. But um, I got so used to using proxies now on my Air that I don't mind using it on my M1 on my, my Mac Mini yeah. currently now. So it's not really a big issue for me. So, and I'm not so, shooting yeah. anything above like 4K 30 or 60. So I'm, so I'm okay. I got you. So the next big thing that Apple announced um, this week was the uh, second generation HomePod. I'm just going to let Ramal handle this because I know Delvine's probably not interested at all. Uh, neither am I. So. Uh, are, did yeah, you say you were well, considering like one? We were talking about it before the stream. Um, yeah, I'll be receiving two. Um, okay, that's what's up. Uh, these are just a full disclosure. These are review units. Um, so I don't get to keep them. Um, well, I, I get to keep them for like a period of time. But basically, um, I actually I specifically asked for two because I wanted to test out the, the stereo sound. Yeah, I'm gonna be like I said this before. I don't care about the HomePod as a smart speaker. It is like the thing about Siri, like Siri is good for like general home automation stuff, but mm-hmm. for like anything, because I, I ask Google Assistant just like the most random shit, just like yeah. just just because I can't, right? And like I can't do that with Siri, and I'm not gonna replace like the HomePods will not be replacing Google Assistant in my house at all. It's just not gonna happen. Um, but I, I like like I said before, the HomePod, the the big HomePod for me, the way I see it, it's an audio device first smart speaker second um so i'm just really curious to see what it's like in a tv or like an entertainment setup where i have two of them in a stereo setup with dolby atmos because it's the same price as a decent sound but getting two of them is it's literally the same price as like a decent like what like a like a good sonar soundbar right um yeah i'm just curious to see what it's like because i have heard the original homepod before in a tv setting it sounds incredible like you the, it, it does a surprisingly convincing job of Dolby Atmos with like the whole spatial audio stuff. So I'm just curious to see what it's like from that perspective. Because uh, the Apple TV 4K, the new one, also supports eARC through the mm. through like new TVs. So you can use the HomePods as your general TV speakers by using the Apple TV as like the eARC kind of bridge between the two. So mm. I can use like my I can use the HomePods with my Nintendo Switch or like a PS5, right? Um, so that's something that I'm just curious. To Wait, see. Can, oh, you yeah. saying you saying you can or you can't? Because I heard it don't have Bluetooth. 
Oh, you can. No, no. So basically what happens is new TVs through HDMI 2.1, they have EARC. Mm, okay. Um, mm. So my LG OLED has EARC. So basically the Apple, the new Apple TV 4K. You oh, you mean why I was docked? Yeah, yeah. So you connect the HomePod to the Apple TV and then mm. the Apple TV runs through mm. the HDMI EARC to your Got TV, you. like to your screen. And then mm. any HDMI inputs connected to your TV can tap into the HomePod audio stream. And then Got you can you. use your HomePod for everything on your TV setup. Okay, I don't know why I was thinking because I don't. My dock for my switch is just for charging, and I think that everybody uses a handheld like me. So I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." That was like my main purpose of buying a switch, not to play it on the TV. So I, I forget that people actually dock it. Yeah, so, yeah, I that makes sense. That. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see. So, what um tech are you guys like looking forward to in twenty twenty three? Um. What I'm do you think be, you're looking forward to the most? I'm going to go first real quick because I'm about to be broke in 2022. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could tell you right now, man, I'm interested in the Fold 5, the Pixel Fold, mm. the oh. Pixel, the new Pixel Watch, because I know they're going to make a bigger size. It's impossible for them not to. Um, the and what if they don't? Pro, Hold on. I just want to hear what you're going to do. If they oh, if they don't, I ain't buying it. <laughs> it's just that simple. It's no way. You're not going to sell me twice on a small watch. I'm just going to pray that like the Tick Watch actually makes a watch with Wear OS 3 because if Tick Watch had Wear OS 3 right now, I think I would probably use that over this Pixel Watch. But right now, the Pixel Watch is 100% my favorite watch on the market right now. So it's just it's hard to put it down. But interested in that. Um, I'm interested in their tablet um, with the speaker and the hub, mm -hmm. which I'm probably going to end up purchasing two of those. Um, I, I didn't even realize that I have a tablet in every room right now in my house, which I was like, when I seen it, I was like, damn, Google must hear me because I literally have like my iPad in my room, my Galaxy, two of my Galaxy tabs, one here and yeah. one in the um, living room up there. And I use them, you know, just like I use any other tablet. I put on a movie or YouTube or whatever, or I draw yeah. uh, simultaneously, I mean, simultaneously on, <laughs> on all of them because I'd be sending my files to Google Drive, my backup files. So I can just pick them up and start drawing or whatever program I'm using. And stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, and uh, I want to say, oh, and I was interested in the new Macs that are probably going to come out. Like I thought they was going to drop an iMac. And um, but I guess not. I don't know. So I'm just going to go ahead and get this mini and just say, fuck, I'm tired of waiting. I've been waiting like a year and some change now. So I got you. Yeah. Um, OK, I guess I'll go next. Um... One thing I was interested in, uh, Ike actually just like posted it yesterday. Now me, Delvon, and Ike may be the only people who buy this, but I think it'll be worth it. The Mobvoi TickWatch Pro Five, yeah, yes, five. yes. I am super excited for that, um, just me because too. I feel like just Google needs the competition, especially um, in the Wear OS space right now. It's basically only Mobvoi, Samsung, and uh, Google right now because Fossil isn't really doing anything to they are amazing, amazing they are. life, very fluid or OS, very good performance, but the haptics are absolute trash. They, like, <laughs> they literally feel like a toy. Like, it does, man. It, like it, like the old uh, the Xbox PlayStation controllers. They just go, no. <laughs> bro. Like you can feel it bouncing up and down on your wrist whenever. Oh, so it, it has like I'm guessing a rotary haptic engine instead of like the linear yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yes, ones, pretty yeah. much. Okay. It's right. not fine and tight like the Galaxy yes. Watch. You would not miss a notification though. You would not miss a notification. <laughs> I tell you that much. It's impossible because you're, you're gonna your, hear it more than feeling it. I'm guessing. It, yeah, your your wrist is gonna go. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so Patar, I'm assuming so. I really hope it does. If it doesn't, it's a fail at launch. Well, they they already I said really it was. 
Oh, they, they did said, say they were. Yeah, cool. they said it was launching with on um, Wearable. But we, a lot of us, still wanted on the the three right now. Yeah. So I don't know if they're they're holding out because they don't want to like if if it gets on the three, nobody's going to buy the five, right? So probably not. Uh, unless they change the haptics, because I think the real downside to that watch is that the software is not being supported, and then the haptics. If they fix that, yes, I think Wear OS and like every other watch on the market is going to have competition because the battery life that you can pull out of that watch is insanely crazy. I, like I said, I get five days if you use a central mode on it. You can get five to six days on that watch because they're the only ones that have the dual display. And I, I really want like yeah. everybody to adopt that. Like everybody needs to like just think about adding a dual display because you don't even have to use always on display because of that. And it just sips battery. Have you seen how that works, Ramal? Have you seen the dual display? Yeah, there's power? like a separate like there's like a separate really low power display that like sits on top yeah. of the like the normal one if it works I've, I've, I've seen it like and, and like you get i've heard that you get like stupid battery life like insane and, battery life, uh, what the was saying it has um essential yeah. mode as well so you could basically have yeah. only the low power screen on and it will still like track your fitness and all your like general basic information and the cool thing about it is you could actually i just found this out through delvine you could schedule it too so like say mm -hmm. like oh. so say like 10 at 10 p.m to 8 a.m you could like schedule it so it'll go into that low power mode and not use any amoled screen or any yeah, but it'll still like do sleep tracking and stuff so it does yeah, right yeah calories your calories your sleep tracking and your heart rate so just in case something does happen to you it will uh wake yourself up vibrate to let you know that you know well it'll, it'll try to attempt to wake you up but like i say the haptics will wake you up not attempt they will wake you up because it vibrates like stupid crazy but yeah, yeah and, and like you said you can schedule and that's the best thing about this watch no other watch that i can think of that does that but it, it literally gives you all your health stuff while you're asleep and when you wake up if you put it in sleep mode at 90 percent battery you're going to wake up to 90 percent battery or 89 percent battery it literally takes away no battery overnight which is insanely crazy so and yeah. depending on the type of person you are th this is why i say you could get five you could get five to either a week out of it because if you're somebody who actually goes to bed at like regular hours like normal people let's say around like eight nine o'clock then you can schedule your watch to turn off into a central mode around that time yeah. and save you a ton of battery life and then you wake up at eight o'clock in the morning or 7 30 whatever you could have it turn on right before you wake up and therefore the alarm on it if you got alarm set up on your watch it'll go off as well and then it goes back into that mode me i normally schedule my central mode to be around like two two o'clock in the morning because i'd be up so if i put yeah. it to like eight then i would even get more battery out of it like i say i easily got five days out of this it probably could have went six days out of this watch easy five days yeah five days yeah, guaranteed so... but as long as you so... use the central mode if you don't use the central mode you could get three to four yeah easily yeah and this was this was a big deal because before Galaxy is the only one competing with that in terms of Wear OS right now. Like the Pixel Watch will probably do a day to two days. The Galaxy Watch 5 Pro is like the first Wear OS watch other than a Tick Watch that can go at least three. So um, it's kind of a big deal in like the Wear OS space. Um, this is the alleged design of the new Tick Watch Pro 5. Um, I don't like it personally. I think it should have three buttons. Personally, that's just my opinion um it looks like, like a bastardization of the galaxy watch and the pixel watch kind of that's what a lot of people are saying as yeah, well it looks yeah. like a combination between the two yeah um, See, so, with, yeah, with these smart watches, of... I, I don't like how the lugs like extend beyond the body of the watch i like the apple watch and the pixel watch where the lugs are just kind of inside the 
main body of the watch because what i find with my galaxy watch is that like there's like a massive part that just kind of juts out at the front in, before yeah. it wraps around my wrist i don't like that personally um i, I it's easier to like I, I, there's like more band compatibility but if not for that I, I it's not like something that i would personally prefer i like the pixel watch and the apple watch um band kind of seam on the on the body of the watch if that makes sense yeah, yeah i mean I, yeah. I i just like it because it's round Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's compared, that's compared to <laughs> yeah, yeah, compared to that, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a plus I, for a lot, lot of people. Yeah, that's yeah. a plus for a lot of people. And this, these are actually um, iOS compatible as well. You could do most of the features that you could do, unlike the uh, yeah, Galaxy Android. Watch and the Pixel Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is, well, is I, actually, I don't know because Wear OS three kind of like killed iOS compatibility for a lot of other watches. Like. It did. And it, I mean, it yeah. should. I don't think that any Android manufacturers today should make watches unless it's a Fitbit tracking um, watch or whatever um, for Apple because you can't even use it like nerfs, all it nerfs all the features anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. There's no point. Yeah. So Apple really wants you to just get their watch and they want their watch to be your Fitbit. They want your watch to be their stylus watch. They want their watch to be your smartwatch. They want it to be everything. And that's just that. Uh, uh-huh. uh, thank you, Kingdom. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate the donation. My man, but I, I think that's that's um, what they want. So I just feel like you know I think like Android manufacturers who's making these smartwatches for Android phones need to just focus on Android and mm-hmm. refine the features on on that platform. Period, and just leave let Apple be in their own realm. They compete with themselves anyway, so let them stay compete with themselves. Because I mean, to be honest with you, people who like Android are gonna buy Android. People who like Apple are gonna buy Apple. I mean, mm-hmm. every every year you're gonna get a few that's gonna change over to one. That's just how it yes. works. So. Yeah. I mean, like the, the way I think about it is, if these Android smartphone manufacturers are giving features, like if they're making, if they're giving compatibility to the iPhone, but at the expense of some functionality with Androids, that I'm against it. But if they're like, just if if the option is out there for iPhone users who want a circular smartwatch, I guess they should still have that option, but not at the expense of Android users getting nerfed Android features if the iOS compatibility much, yeah. results yeah. in that. Um, they basically because like, like there 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 are no round smartwatches for iOS. Like if, you can't like get one for ios unless you want to get like an older galaxy watch but i wouldn't recommend most people do that or like the in-between like fitness tracker smartwatches, kind of like the amaze fits and the yeah yeah one plus watches things like that um, the one plus watch i wouldn't maybe... consider that to be a smartwatch at all. that's like a that's a glorified fitness tracker it's not a yeah. smartwatch in my opinion yeah i'm gonna be honest yeah. man if apple made a round apple watch i would be using a apple watch on my wrist right now like hands right. down, yeah, it's it's literally like what's really literally holding me back from that watch is like the ugly design, and and I'm not trying to come at anybody in this stream. I'm just not a fan of any square watch made in any nation, any part of this world on this planet. I just don't like square watches. Mm-hmm. They just don't fit. They just don't fit the aesthetic of, mm-hmm. of style and clothes. I I don't know. It just it just doesn't fit. So if Apple made a round one, I would definitely be having it on my wrist because everything about the Apple Watch. I do like besides the design and that's the only thing for me so see I I like square smartwatches because the display is really big but like if not for that I do prefer around smartwatches I just like this I like the massive screen I I just like having a big screen everywhere I can Um, but if not for that round smartwatches are elite yeah and it's crazy that you say it because like I I never really cared for like I mean this watch is small I want a bigger watch dude 
I'm gonna just go ahead and say that. But um, <laughs> like as far as like a smartwatch, I don't. I just need it to do what it needs to do. You know, what I'm saying it shows me the time. It does all my health tracking, and that's all the information I need. Normally, when I get a message, I can see it and read it, and I never really had a second guess myself. Like, <laughs> oh man, I wish this watch was square so I could see more of this. Uh, let me just stroll. I, I never like said that to myself. It's never been a situation where I've been in and I felt like, oh, I wish this was square because I want to see another row of information. It's never been that way to me. So it, I just don't care. As long as I watch functions and do what I needed to do, I'm happy. But at the same time, because it's a timepiece on my wrist, I want it to look good too. And I just don't yeah, think exactly. square, square That's does That's the sole reason why I prefer yeah. Um, yeah. the design of Android watches because I want it to go with everything. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could probably dress up an Apple Watch, but it still doesn't look like a classic timepiece. It doesn't. No, it's just, it's just, it just does. Even, even it's, it's crazy because there's square watches out there that square timepieces, you know, and they still just look. Well, weird. the Apple Watch is literally just like a, it's a computer on your wrist. You can't shake that. Like it's just yeah. a computer on your wrist. Like, for it's, that it's sense, not like yeah. Like it, it, the Apple Watch Ultra, like I, I, I appreciate that it's not trying to be anything else. Like it knows what it is. Yeah, it's right. Like yeah, yeah. Like, I respect I appreciate that. that. Like, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's, the, it, it does that at the expense of basically alienating 80% of people who wouldn't even consider it because of the way it looks. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's way more Apple yeah. imitators than it is Galaxy Watch imitators out there right Oh, now. for sure. You, you've seen what happened with the AirPods, bro. When the first AirPods came out, we started seeing STEM headphones everywhere. I was like, oh gosh, not those. No, what people do, Man, what I, companies do is they clown them and they copy them. Like, that's like, it's rinse and repeat every single time, every single yeah, time mm-hmm. without fail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, another product I'm interested in. Um, I keep seeing leaks about new Galaxy um laptops coming out, like oh with, the with book three. The, yeah, yeah, the book three ultra. That's really what I'm with looking 30, at. With like a what a forty seventy, was it? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at because I have the Galaxy Book 2 Pro 360, which was like their super mm-hmm. high end. It doesn't perform well, even though it's like their most high end device because it doesn't have like a dedicated graphics card and that's something i'm like really looking forward to is a galaxy book with a really good graphics card and just really powerful processing so i could get some gaming and work done dude i want samsung to make that just so they can have competition with apple in the laptop space um because i you know for a fact that the book 3 ultra if it's going to even come out is going to be cheaper than the and it's going to outperform it like actually actually i don't know because samsung charges a lot (laughs) like the i7 the i7 variant of the laptop i have now is 1500 at launch so but they do get samsung one thing i will say about samsung they do have a lot of sales um but but the m2 max max proposed like three grand so I don't well, think Samsung's Book 3 Ultra is going to be like three grand with the 4070. Yeah, it'll um, probably be like yeah. 2.5 or 2, probably. It's definitely going to have worse battery life and probably... Oh, yeah, 100%. Because like, it'll use Intel but, and Samsung has a yeah. partnership with Intel. They'll never go AMD or anything. So... yeah. Well, like, Intel's 13th gen laptop CPUs are actually kind of bonkers. Like, they're insane. Um, yeah, but right. At yeah. the expense of uh, efficiency, but I, I guess like it's really cool because if you want efficiency, Apple gives you that option in spades, right? Like Apple gives you as much efficiency right. as you want. But if you want just balls to the walls performance, you go Intel or AMD, which is great because consumers have so much choice now. Because like what five years ago, that wasn't a choice that you could feasibly yep. make. And, and I'm, buying, I'm building my first yeah. PC this year using AMD. Same. So. 
Yeah. I'm using Intel though. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got oh, Intel I in mind as well. I got Intel. I like Intel. Intel's always yeah. been always been good to me. So I always, you know, they're my go-to when it comes to processors. Um but I did want to say this. It's funny how we talk about these laptops all the time, but we just never talk about any of the basic stuff that they do. We always come at it as a creator. Like we yeah. know like a lot of people are not <laughs> yeah. buying laptops for that reason. Like yeah. yeah, you know, because we, we just get tied up into being creators so much that everything got to meet creator standards for us to We're say. We're all up in our own heads. Yeah, yeah, we, we are. We are. <laughs> we yeah. are. Because, you know, if, if not, all of us have family members, right? And just think about your, like, your mom, your granddad, your cousins, and what they actually use their laptop for yeah, compared to what you use it for. And you know, like a lot of that stuff that we talk about is really overkill for them and they don't need it. But we will still try to talk them in getting it because of what we know about laptops, right? Like my mom, I, I recently got her a um, M1 Air and I only got her one because I just got tired of, um, of her. Um, oh, yeah. And, and I'm going to just let you know, she's not really liking it right now. She's used to Windows and I keep doing it. To my, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I keep doing this to my mom. I keep buying her stuff that's from Apple and she complains because she's used to what she used to. And she complains. Yeah. But I'm, I told her I'm not taking that laptop back. You're just going to get used to it because my mm -hmm. mom keeps buying. Now, not me. She keeps buying these cheap laptops that oh. will break. Like if it will break if you put it in a bag. Like you put it in a padded bag, it'll just crack in a bag. And then and she comes to me and she calls me up and she be like, I'm like, mom, oh my God. And then like, it's slow, it, it lows, you know, I just, I just wanted to give her something. And I think the Mac was a good price or whatever like no, that. The M1 MacBook Air is like, it's just legendary value. You can get it for like 800 yeah. bucks brand new, right? At this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's just, yeah, it's, it's just yeah. a good go to, it's the go -to option. Yeah, it's the yeah. go to option. It's, that's the first thing that you that you would suggest easily. It's mm -hmm. not like debatable either. Like you could probably look at like a Lenovo or something that's a good bang for your buck. But it's so much easier to just say, "Hey, look at a MacBook Air," because it's been but that it, way it's, for a solid. It's so funny though because with with Apple Silicon Macs, it's like they're either stupendously good value, like the Mac Mini or the M1 MacBook Air, or they just like. Uh, just really expensive there's like no in between which i find hilarious like trying? usually there's an in between there's like there's no in between yeah it ain't yeah. it ain't man my like my mom's just hor horrible with stuff and i just want to like give her something <laughs> i feel like that would last but like i say she don't like new stuff she likes what she's used to and stuff so yeah um, right i don't know she's just going to deal with it i was going to give her one of my, my surface pro but i feel like that'd be too much her keep disconnecting and uh, detaching the keyboard because you know my mom she actually uses a laptop on her lap i i don't know that many people that <laughs> Have i don't know that giving her a laptop like a surface laptop because those are yeah, like yeah easy. yeah yeah that's what that's what i meant to give her but i gave mine to my wife so I know like if um if she really hates that Mac, eventually I'll just go ahead and get her surface and get the Mac back and just like mm -hmm. sell it or something and just let her have that because I know that she loves touchscreen. Like she don't even have touchscreen. So if her Mac has like mad marks on the oh. screen as well. And that's one of the things that she really hates because she can't see. And like, you know, sometimes using <laughs> the mouse up there, it bothers her. So yeah. she'd be she'd be looking like this, she'd be like, uh uh, touching the screen like that it, it'd be so funny but when but her screen her screen be like extra big that's how i got her yeah. laptop up. i gotta make the resolution pretty big for her so it, it's a lot that she's really hating right now but i'm i'm just trying to get her used to it because i just spent too much money for it right now so i just i just want her to try it but eventually i'm gonna have to get rid of it i know i am because i got you yeah so um i do want to ask um do you guys think there are going to be any significant upgrades in like the major smartphones right now? 
because it looks no. like with the S23 Ultra, it's nothing. I really feel well, like Google's going to do like a... All Pixel I'm excited for S is S I just want the Pixel 7 Pro and the Galaxy Z Fold 4 to have a kid. And I just want a Pixel Fold, please. That, that's all I want. That's all yeah. I want. Yeah. That's Pixel Fold. Is that this year? That's this year? That's this year. That's this year. They say May, right? Is it May for the Pixel Fold? That's like May to June. like sometime yeah. That may be my next yeah. phone then. Because I really don't want to upgrade my S22 Ultra to the 23 just for mm. a higher megapixel count, basically. And, and and like the thing is, what I find funny is people who complain about the bezel and the Pixel Fold are the people who it's not for. Like, it's not for them. Like, right. Like, yeah. it's like people like what they do is they complain about something that's so minuscule and pointless. It's like the people who complain about the notch and the MacBook Pro are never good. Like, they were never interested in the MacBook Pro to begin with, right? Um, it's like the same thing with the like, I couldn't give less of a crap about the bezel and the Pixel 4. I think they actually look good on the Pixel 4 because you get like uninterrupted widescreen display, right? I, I think, it, I and you get like the you, you, you don't, you get like an actually good selfie camera on the inside screen as opposed to the folds. Like yeah, the display one. I, I don't like it. I do not like it. Yeah, I agree with this um, one from Everyday Tech. I think they. Yeah. I really want a six point one version. If they do, oh, if they do do I it, I want it to be on the um, yeah. A series. Yeah, I have news about that. There was like, yeah, there was a leak about like Google releasing a pro, like a smaller version of their Pixel Pro. I was about to say uh, that. I forget. I, was about to say yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think That's they're gonna. Yeah, the rumor is is that they're gonna switch to the Pixel Eight. Uh, pro and like a Pixel 8 Pro. I'm just gonna say Ultra, uh, something yeah. like that. They're gonna do like what so Apple. So it's gonna be. Is it, so it's gonna be still gonna be yeah. two. It'll just be like two, two Pro models, yeah. Pro Max, basically. Yeah, and that's what they should yeah. do because, uh, like everyone else, I wouldn't even buy the 6.7 inch one. I would buy the 6.1 inch. Or, well, I really want 6.4 because I like the size of the Pixel 6. The 6.4 is like a really nice. It's a sweet spot. It was, it was so. a sweet spot. I like the size of that. Yeah. That's probably the best. I prefer 6.1 personally, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I don't like the size of my iPhone currently. I, uh, I want it to be bigger, but I don't want it to be the max. Like, it's, I'm just like, I'm in between. So with the 6.4 yeah. that Google did, it was like so perfect for me. And I wish that they would stick to that. But they went down to what they 6.2 now for the Pixel 7? Uh, 6.3, uh, I think. Yeah, I three? think it's three. Because, it's the, okay. because the 6A is a 6.2. Uh, I might be all right with three. I yeah, might be all right with 6.3. Yeah. I might be all right with that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, well, like, speaking of the you know, speaking of phones, like the 14 Pro Max, like it has a 6.7 inch display, right? But it's so heavy. It is incredibly yeah. heavy. And I picked up a 14 Plus the other day. Like, it's a bad, it, it's a bad value phone, but it, the, the, the weight feels right because it's not built out of like bloody stainless steel. Like, what? What did they say? Um, surgical grade stainless steel and whatever the hell is in there. Like it, it feels nice to hold. It, it that's why I'm excited for the titanium on the 15 Ultra if it's even going to be a thing because yeah. it's going to be so much lighter. And I ha like if you drop this on your face, you're dead. Like you die. Yeah, and you're out for the count. Like you're um, KO'd. Like you, you pull know, up Trent. Yeah. Um, pull up Trent comment. <clears throat> yeah. This so. Trent, I want to tackle that because you're right. Like, I think this year, at least for most phones, is going to be camera upgrades and pretty much refinements yeah. in, in that area mainly, and maybe battery, trying to push the limits to the battery. And that's about it. But I think, like, the only new phone that would be out would be the Pixel because it's a new product. So that would probably be the only, the most exciting phone. And probably the Pixel Watch would probably be the other exciting device this year, too, because people want to see change in that because of first gen to second gen. 
So um, yeah. yeah, I think I think for the S twenty twenty three U, it's just going to be more so about those cameras. I'm in, in the yeah, new. I'm chip. really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for Samsung's approach with this one because mm -hmm. they're keeping it. Like I like the boring approach because if it's boring, you know it's going to be good. Because yeah. like they they don't need to change it. Yeah, like, right. Just keep, yeah. Just keep, keep going. Just chilling. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. just chilling right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and and that's what we got. That's what we got with the Pixel, and uh, from the Pixel six to seven, it's the same phone, but just all the all the refinements was like perfect. It was spot on, and yeah. I feel like each generation, that's what Google needs to do. Each generation they the refinements they need to make. Yeah, 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 exactly. And again, they don't have to compete as far as like um, power and stuff like that because nobody is touching Google and AI. Nobody. So they're in their nobody. own race when it comes to that. While Apple's in a power race and. And I mean, even Samsung not even trying to compete. Nobody's trying to compete with them in power. To be honest with you, nobody. Everybody has their thing. Samsung seems to be really focused on cameras and uh, you know features, rich feature rich stuff. And Google seems to be focused well, on AI. Actually, and Apple. You say that. Mm -hmm. You say that. But mm -hmm. so I've been using the Red Magic uh, Eight Pro. It's got the Snapdragon Eight Gen Two. Mm -hmm. This thing is more powerful than yeah. the A Fifteen. Like it's just more powerful, and you oh, can feel it. Well, you can feel. Well, I was. It. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of. I was kind of referring to our market, yeah. kind of per se. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but uh, yeah. I give. Yeah. I give what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm in the U.S. and like these yeah. are only options that you can get out here. So I feel like that's three, like a special maybe. case, though, because it's like. I mean, the S23 Ultra is the S23 Ultra is meant it's like it's set to have like a special version of the A Gen Two, which is even more powerful than the one that's already out. So if, if you think about that, yeah. then it's going to be like yeah. So, but I feel like the Red Magic has different things that most other smartphones don't have. Like oh, definitely. Like it's got active cooling and stuff. But yeah, like, right. Yeah. Even without it, like even running the phone without active cooling, you can still tell. Like it, it, it yeah. has like a, especially in the GPU. Like I, I don't think the CPU is more powerful, than, but the GPU is like a good twenty five percent more powerful um, oh, than the A fifteen. And and you can feel that in like I was playing COD and like you can it, the thing does not stutter at all. Like the the Wait, iPhone feels a little slow. Uh, which you one? have it with you, the Red Magic. Uh, yeah, I want to see it. Oh, oh let me let me make your screen bigger. <laughs> well, my screen's in four eighty p. Just I don't know why it is. So just keep it four eighty. Well, you better get it together. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a eighty p stream right here. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's what's nice up. looking. Thing is so dope. But it, it it's a brick. It is a brick. Look at that. Um, it's got oh, a headphone yeah. jack. It's got triggers. It's got a six thousand milliampere battery. The battery never dies on this thing. Um, the screen it's is fully. Yeah, it's a good looking phone. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Got a little, that's crazy. I had a guy. He was asking me about gaming on the iPhone and how you know he he uses gaming on the iPhone and he wants to get a pixel for gaming but he's like he's telling me that gaming is really important to him and I'm like why are you looking at these two phones why aren't you looking at a gaming phone like they make phones and in computers and tablets Actually, and all of this stuff for actual people that needs that so, type of stuff and um yeah, yeah. here's the fan that's, that's crazy dope. Yeah, it's twenty thousand RPM. Wait. It makes a huge difference. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen Floss are reviewing that jank. That jank was crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Have you um have you tried remote play with it? The PlayStation remote play. No. Or do you have a PlayStation or Xbox to try it with? Uh, no, I don't. I do have the controllers, but not the actual consoles. I got you. Yeah. I'm curious to see what that experience is like because I bought like the little attachment, the Razer Kishi, and I use it like all the time <laughs> to play my Xbox games on it. Oh, I used Xbox. Yeah, I used what is it? What's it called? Um, Game Pass, Game whatever Pass. it is. Yeah, Game Pass. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, I used that on the um on my iPad, like 
last year, but I haven't really touched it in a while. I got just you. haven't had time for it. Yeah. That makes sense. I use Game Pass too, but only on my Xbox. So <laughs> what so what do you guys think the iPhone 15 series is gonna be like? How much of a refinement do you think it's gonna be made? Do you think it's um, basically just gonna be cameras or do you think we'll get any type I want of I want more reliable cameras? Like I I need more like the cameras on the 14 have kind of got me thinking of switching back to the 13. <laughs> like it's it's a bit it's a bit rough. Um especially with the overprocessing, like it the the iPhone camera right now reminds me of Android cameras from a couple of years ago when they just <laughs> cranked up the processing on everything, right? Because the iPhone used to be like the, the it used to be the neutral benchmark for like what phone companies yeah, right, should right. make their their like photos and videos look like. The iPhone videos are okay, but the photos are just like it's it's it's, it's doing a bit too much, you know? Yeah. yeah, still. I mean, that's it's that's crazy. a hard that's a hard pill for me right now because I just I mean I'm losing more interest in iOS itself completely. So I just I really don't care anymore what Apple does with the iPhone at this point. Yeah. It just I was so happy when MKBHD made that video because that video was yeah. spot on. It was so spot on. It it was, yeah. and, and I feel like he did it yeah. though to uh, combat what happened yeah. in the in the blind test. How the iPhone always loses in the blind test, and I guess he needed to you know talk about that explanation and stuff like that as well so he gave up that elaborate video about it but i think he is right for even for google itself um that they got new processing chips and they just don't know how to handle it right now because they increase mm -hmm. megapixels and stuff like that so and that's true and i know that's 100 true uh because yeah. it happened when i was with nikon i had the nikon d90 and then if you got the nikon d7000 which had 16 megapixels, the um, processing chip that was in it couldn't really handle it. So you wasn't getting as sharp photos with the 12 megapixel versus the 16. And it took it took a while for these uh, camera companies, because I've been shooting for a long, long time. It took a while for these camera companies to um, upgrade the lenses and the sensors. Um, well, the processing for the sensors to actually get sharp photos. So now we're up at like 48 to 58 megapixels or 64 megapixels, and we can get like mad sharp pictures with these sensors today. So it does take a while for them to actually adjust to it. And I think that's what was happening with Apple and Google and maybe even Samsung, you know, for that matter. But yeah, I, there's truth to what he said in, in the photography department yeah. for sure when it comes to that. So yeah. Yeah. The Pixel 6 Look, Pro. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So now I said, I'm looking forward to a periscope zoom on the iPhone. I want one so bad. Oh, that's um, a good. That's a good suggestion because yeah. it's a big deal. Mm. It's yeah. a huge deal. I also like uh, Michael Pepper text comment. He said he wants universal control on the iPhone, which I think should be like something exclusive to Pro models to like, yeah, to like put a little bit of a difference in there between the that and the base iphone and the iphone max mm, i don't know man I, I don't i don't really like uh how apple keep on separating the software like that from their phones i mean the hardware is understandable but software i feel like you know they need to have the same software experience across the board when it comes to so why like else name something the pro if it does basically everything the regular iphone does minus hardware that's well, my thing well, you look at Google, like they have the same software, but different hardware. That's how they distinct. Uh, that's how they yeah, distinguish well, yeah. apart from the yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And you're going to get the same experience besides that hardware feature that it just can't do. And they even triple and that was Apple's whole thing. Like you saw, like with the SE, like back, it's the same software. Like that's something that most people, that, that's one of the biggest reasons why people like, like iPhone users don't really care what iPhone they have as long as it runs iOS. But if iOS is different, then it kind of changes the whole, um, like, 
balance of like why would people even want the iphone if they can't get the you know like you know if they feel like they have to buy the more expensive iphone to get the ios experience they're already used to yeah kind of (laughs) sullies the whole image in my opinion yeah i gotcha yeah that makes sense so is there any other tech that you guys are like looking forward to this year um apple arpa headset if it comes out i'm not into i'm curious to see what it's like like i've never used it i'm curious to see what it's like yeah the yeah, Apple VR headset. Um, headset. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it ain't something I would buy. I still think like HTC and Oculus and all of them are probably going to be even better. Matter of fact, um, if if y'all looked at uh, the, the founder, co-founder of Oculus had, was praising Sony for their new technology they got in the new PlayStation headset. So I'm really curious to see what that's like. And, you know, I didn't know that Sony was really going to take VR that serious anymore after the, the first VR because they didn't yeah. really make a lot of games. I, I have it and they didn't make a lot of games, but they did have some really good games. Like when I was playing Resident Evil 6 in it, I was scared. I was genuinely <laughs> scared. I'm not even playing. You know, when you go see a scary movie, you're like, oh, yeah, she's going to run down the hallway and then thing gonna jump out. You kind of like, OK, with that. But if you're when I was in that headset, I was in the game. It was me like me inside. <laughs> Meaning that if I turn my head and I'm walking in a hallway, that thing can jump out. It is me right here. So the the level of like the the, the scariness was like 100%. I was in the game trying to stream it and I have it on my gaming channel that I have. And I was streaming it and I was telling my uh, followers, I was like, yo, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. I stopped because mm-hmm. there was an old lady sitting in a chair and I'm like, she's, I got to walk past her. And I know something's going to happen because she wasn't there at first. And it, it's just so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, a graphic power that you got out of that because it made me feel like I was in that game. And Google, I mean, uh, Sony just took that stuff to the next level with the eye tracking in there now. It's, it's insanely crazy with the eye tracking. So yeah, it's, it's crazy where tech is coming. Yeah, yeah. And then Oculus is trying to rebuild their system for the Oculus 3. So I'm excited about that. And HTC is trying to get on that board. So it's crazy what VR is going to do. I, I feel like Apple is going to miss the curve on all of that because I feel like they're going to focus on how to connect that with their ecosystem and somehow connect that to get you yeah. to want to buy it for whatever it is they want you to buy it for. But the core point of... um. VR headsets is gaming. And I think Apple doesn't do gaming good right now. And I feel like they're going to miss it. That's why I'm just not excited about it. I think like the design might be good. I think like the functionality, uh, some, they're going to have some cool yeah. features and everything. But I feel like, you know, this will be a first gen product for now. Just like the yeah, Pixel was going to be. Yeah, it won't be. It's going to be limited for sure. Yeah. I'm really curious about what Samsung will do with the Tab S9. I don't think it's going to come out during with the. They usually do it with the phones, though, don't they? They usually have the tablet and the. I forgot to mention that. I am. I forgot to mention that's one of the things I'm going to get this year. I'm going to get the Tab S9 Ultra. Yeah, I want the Ultra too. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to trade in my um, 12.9 inch iPad for a S9 Ultra because I'm just way more comfortable on Android, and I haven't touched a premium Android tablet before. So, really, yeah, that's something I'm curious about as well. Because yeah. people, people who have the Tab S8 Ultra really like it. Like everyone who owns one likes theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm just curious to see what it's like. I just think the functionality just makes it so like Samsung mastered tablet software like before anyone else did in yeah. terms of functionality. In terms yeah. of functionality, like I iPad OS is super smooth. It does and everything. That's, and that's crazy because iOS, uh, iPad OS is smooth with. That we want for the Galaxy tablet, and then Galaxy tablet has all the core features of a tablet, and iOS doesn't. It's like if we could just crunch those two together, we'd just have a perfect tablet. 
Like pixel tablet. Crazy. That's what that's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, if Samsung ever figure that out one year, then it's a, it's a possibility that they can like put more, um, well, get more, gain more percentage in the tablet market uh, when it yeah. comes to that. But again, I don't think that the average person cares. That's why I'm coming at again about that because we got to think like average people. We're the only tech people that really care about performance and what it, it should do and should not do. Again, my mom, you give her a tablet. And, oh, well, let me just use my stepdad, for instance, because I bought him a Fire tablet. He was happy with it, right? That thing cost like 40 bucks or 49.99. He was completely happy with it. And then mm-hmm. later on in life, you know, he kept calling me about problems with it going slow or this ain't loading. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me get my iPad. So I bought him my iPad. He still calls me about problems with the iPad, but at least, um, you know, it's, it's a better tablet than what he had or whatever like that. But he does the same things on that tablet that he did the other one. But we're, we're out here complaining about we want a tablet. And I just had this conversation with Mike the other day. We want tablets to be computers, but then we want computers to be tablets. tablets. Or, yeah, yeah, at the same time or whatever. And I just I feel like a tablet need to stay a tablet, but I feel like it still need to have some type of computer like functionality, exactly what Dex is doing. So I think that's yeah, I, I always like to remind people when like talking about like just comparing devices that um because people always think that companies should make things for like the tech enthusiasts, but if companies mm-hmm. only made things for the tech enthusiasts, that those companies would just go bankrupt like immediately. Yeah, because like that's yeah. not their market. That's not they their can't market. include their every market. single thing we want, yeah. unfortunately. That's and not tech, their tech yeah. enthusiasts usually want more than the average consumer want, so that definitely makes sense. Yeah. And we ask for too much. Yeah, you got to think about it. We ask for way too much. I mean, I ain't going to say we ask for too much as in far as these MacBooks, right? We want SD cards. You, you're marketing something for creators kind of per se, but you don't put SD cards in there. Uh, you take away, you know, ports and stuff, and that's important. But those are not, those are understandable wants from regular people. But sometimes we just want way too much for a lot of this tech that we ask for. And it just doesn't need to be that because there's something else that does that for you, you know? Um, I get, I get like, um, like my my biggest complaint is that I didn't like MacBooks because they didn't have pen support and touch support. But there's other products out there that do have it, right? So yeah. I'll just go buy that, and I have, yeah. you know, and I and I do, and I have. And now that um, Macs might get touchscreen support, people are like bugging out about it. But like nobody told you that you have to use it. Like it's there mm-hmm. for the the people that want to use that. My mom, right. if her if that MacBook Air had touchscreen, it'd be perfect. Probably she probably could get used to it at that point. But it doesn't. So it's like a burden on her life right now that I actually got that for her. So, yeah, I just think sometimes, you know, we just kind of just overdo things as creators and we're not really thinking about the average person needs and wants and stuff like that. Because, you know, most school people, they're not using if you're not like in some type of college classes dealing with graphics and Photoshop editing, you don't really need a MacBook. You can ski by with a Chromebook because most of the work is done online. Chrome OS is severely underrated. I tell people that all the time. Chrome OS is severely underrated. Um, I want to hit this question that Michael Pepper has for us, and then I want to ask Ramal a quick question, and then we'll probably wrap up. Um, So Michael Pepper said, would you guys use a Dex-based laptop? I don't know. I don't think I would personally. I would use a Dex-based tablet that I don't know about a laptop. Um, or something that runs Dex UI so developers can finally make apps for just Dex. I think it will take Google developing a desktop. I mean, the thing with that is, like, I I would like a, I'd like Samsung to make like a laptop enclosure that you can just slot your phone into. Like, I think we saw something like that. Like, a few companies have done that. 
I think that makes a lot of sense, especially if you have like an S22 or S23 Ultra, use that mm-hmm. as a slot into the trackpad and then you have like a laptop. Like you, yeah. you're yeah. done, right? Um, that would make a lot of sense, um, but I don't think they're going to do that. But in that case, I think a DAX-based laptop would make sense because then you're actually using like the phone's hardware in like a more meaningful way for like a laptop uh, yeah. like, form factor, but I don't think they're going to do that. I would yeah. like them to. Yeah. I'm I'm a person who's never against new ideas when it comes to tech. So if they do make mm-hmm. it, I'm all for it. Is it for me? No. Would I buy it? No. I, I do. No, that, like- that's what I do. That's what I hate about people. Like the company does something and they're like, why? Like, how dare they? Like, hey, you guys ask for innovation. It's for somebody. It's for somebody. Yeah. People ask for innovation, but like, if it's not the innovation they want, then it's bad. Yeah. Right. It's, it's never bad. Sense. It's never yeah. bad, bro. Like that new um laptop mm-hmm. Mr. Fisher showed where it folds and turns into all this other stuff like that. I can totally see somebody using that on the go. And I can totally That's not cool. see myself using that. It's so cool. <laughs> but it's cool. I respect that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> for what I do, I don't feel like it's a need for me, but I can see it being a need for somebody. I don't tra- I don't travel. So for for sure, laptops is like the last thing I use the most. But sometimes 90% of the time, laptops in my house stays in my house. And that's why I prefer desktops because this is where I'm doing all my work. But easily somebody who travels can take a full desktop setup that's like insane. that and unfold it. That is insanely crazy. So yeah. like I can see that. So I'm not a, like, I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, Ramal. You gotta be honest, man. You know, it's like mostly Apple users who don't like innovation unless oh, yeah. it's Apple. And that's the reality of it. Cause when they're the ones that hate it the most when they see other people do it, I'm all for it, whether I'm going to use it or buy it or not. I'm like, that and is the- cool. That really reflects upon how good Apple's like marketing is, because like they have they have done they have done a lot. Like they made it emotional like and mental. Yeah. They touched every single like part of people. No, bro, they mentally. made it spiritual. Like it, it's yeah, like, right. It's like almost religious, right? We have yeah. Apple. Like lo- yeah, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. That's almost like a religion. Like it's Apple loyalists out here. Like mm-hmm. Appleists. <laughs> it's crazy. Look, I like like I like Apple products. I use a lot of them, but it's like, like I use them more than I, anything. <laughs> I, I I have a working relationship with Apple, but I've made it clear to them that like they're not going to get special treatment because of it. And the, I don't know about Apple PR in the US, but in Australia, they respect that. <laughs> like they, because Apple, I feel like Apple PR in Australia is like, it's a completely different beast. Like, because mm. they like criticism. They're like, give us criticism. Like, all right, mm. I'll give you criticism. Like, if, if, yeah. if you ask for it, like, I'll give it to you. But like, it, it's, I think what people really, um, what they lose sight of is that you can have something, but you can also, you can be both positive and negative about stuff, about stuff you have but for the right reason, right? Like, cause it's not right. like I'm not hating on it because I don't, because I want it to fail. If anything, mm-hmm. I don't want anything to fail. I want everything to succeed because that's better for everyone, right? But people yeah. really lose sight of that because like I criticism remember. is good. It is healthy when it is done well, when <laughs> it, it is. is done from like a it good is. place. Yeah. And we should want innovation because like I say, you never really know um, how much you need a product until you actually try it. I can't exactly. even count how many products I purchased that I was like, I ain't getting that. Like, I could, matter of fact, I'll just use one example. When wireless earbuds came out, I was like, I don't want that because I'll lose my earbud. 100%. Right? Yeah, exactly. I cannot live without wireless earbuds no more. I wouldn't, oh, a cord? No, I would never put a cord. I would never buy earbuds with a cord. I would buy headphones with a cord still because the audio quality, but I would never buy earbuds with a cord anymore. And I was not open to that technology. I wasn't ready for it. You know, and exactly. sometimes you just have to just try something and just not sit around and wait for your one favorite brand to make stuff. You know, um, 
I like Apple stuff. I like Microsoft stuff and Google and Samsung. If any of them drop anything that I feel like, oh, that will help my life, I will buy it and I will use it. You know, like I tell people, when you walk into my house, it's Best Buy. You're not going to, you can find a section. There's the <laughs> Apple section over there. There's the Google section over there. There's Samsung section over there. And that's just the reality because th th these products, there's justice in my life. And like th another thing people have to realize is that you don't have to be platform agnostic to appreciate other platforms. Like you don't have to, you can have preferences and still enjoy other platforms. Mm -hmm. Like, like every, people think everything's so binary. Like if, if everything was so binary, then like we wouldn't have this much diversity in choice. Absolutely. It's, it, I don't know. It's people just make me mad sometimes. <laughs> I, I, man, look, man, I'm starting to like... Yeah try to kill myself off of Twitter more and more because it is because quite frankly, I'm yeah. tired of seeing it. I'm getting sick of it because people are just so too close minded with stuff. Like I'm too open minded to be up there conversating with a lot of people, man. Like they're so uh, it's just the close mindedness, man. I just can't deal with it. It's, it's killing me, man. Like nobody it's like nobody on this side who loves this company doesn't want innovation unless it's that company doing innovation. You know, and you can't even appreciate good tech anymore because, oh, uh, well, who needs that? Like, how can you how can you say what other people need? Like, how can you say that? Like, you know, there's people got see, they used to be me world. like a few years ago when I thought that because mm -hmm. like I was I was on that bandwagon of all Samsung's phones are full of gimmicks. But then like mm -hmm. a gimmick to one person is a, it's, it's a feature to someone else. Like, that's the reason they're in the phones because people actually like there are people who use the features like Samsung wouldn't have the features there people would never use right. them right because that doesn't mm -hmm. make sense it, yeah it's there because yeah. people like using them whether you don't like using them or not like that's not relevant because people like using them and these smartphones aren't made for you they're made for a collective right exactly exactly because okay, people so... are so personal with these products that's the problem they're too personal with it exactly. so while we're talking about innovation i definitely wanted to hit this tweet bef uh, before we wrap up uh, that ramal posted a few days ago oh there we go um, <laughs> macbook should no, not i can explain myself that yeah. there's no need for macbooks to have touch screens in their current state as it wouldn't add substantial functionality if there are new software hardware features and implementations unlocked by a touch screen then i'm all for it explain okay. yourself mr innovation okay here's the thing right okay I like having a touchscreen on my Surface Laptop Studio. You know why I like having it on my Surface Laptop Studio? It's because I can turn it into something that's not a laptop. But this is very personal. When I use a laptop, I don't <coughs> reach for the screen. I don't reach for it. That, that's just, this is how I use it, right? That was like a very, per, like, that's, that's why I think I had like a whole, yeah. But here's the thing. So the Surface Laptop Studio has a touchscreen because when I put it into like the, it's like, I, I, do you guys know what the Surface Laptop Studio is, right? The one where you can like the, screen yeah. kind of folds into the keyboard i like the touch screen it's on that easy. because it adds functionality that it didn't previously have if it wasn't for the touch screen have for me like this is again my opinion for me specifically a touch screen on a mac in its current form wouldn't change the way i use my mac it wouldn't that makes like, sense, there is nothing yeah. there is nothing i can do on a mac with a touch screen in its current form that i can't do without a touch screen However, if Apple added some software features or some hardware features that would actually mm. necessitate a touchscreen, then I'm all for it. But if it is the if a touchscreen Mac means it's going to get more expensive, I don't want it because Macs are already expensive enough as it is. And like you know for a fact that Apple's going to upcharge you for a feature that's already been like a standard thing. Like they're going to do that's it. True. But if that's going to if that's the case, I don't <laughs> want it because like back before I got my first MacBook in 2016, I, I used to like, I always used to use touchscreen Windows laptops because the trackpads sucked. But mm -hmm. Apple trackpads have made it for me personally to the point where I don't need 
a touchscreen to do all the gestures that I can do in a trackpad. Now, again, this is this is very personal. This is something that I think uh, it's a very controversial take. But if MacBooks get more expensive because of a touchscreen and they add no extra functionality, I don't think it's something that I would personally want unless it adds functionality. That's fair. Okay, yeah. so here here's my take on that, right? Um, yeah. I'm all for Macs having touchscreens. Um, I agree. I agree with everything that you said about the pricing and going up. I would definitely hate that. It, it's crazy that we know that in reality, if Apple did add touchscreen, they're going to raise their price. When we know you can buy a touchscreen laptop at like one ninety nine, but Apple will somehow <laughs> increase that price to about three four hundred thirty bucks just because they added functionality yeah. to it as far as touchscreen. Now, do macOS? Um, would it be nice if they added some cool features with the touch with macOS? Of course. Do they need it? I don't think so because. When I use my Surface laptop, I just hit it to open an app. I hit it to stroll, if anything. And that's about it. It's not like I'm using it as a fully controller, like is a tablet. I just kind of like, I just yeah. happen to find it quicker it sometimes sense. to just touch the mm-hmm. screen, then go to my trackpad or put my hand back on my mouse. I could just touch it and select something or go on my screen and start strolling like this. And it's so much easier. So it's just one of those situations where if you never use a touchscreen laptop like that, then you wouldn't really fully understand it. But if you actually did in that sense, then you will see how convenient that can be sometimes doing that. And on top of that, um, I get it for the Surface Studio. That is 100% built for touch support because of how it can lay down and how you can actually use the pen and draw. That is a whole different yeah, that's beast. a whole other. That's thing. a whole yeah, different it's beast. Hardware. Yeah, it's not yeah. Really dedicated to that stuff. Exactly, yeah. and that's not comparable to a MacBook and a Surface laptop. Those two will be comparable. It's just there to select and stroll mainly. I couldn't see myself trying to like function and operate everything from it or whatever. But it's it's just a convenience, and that's how I look at. Okay, it. Okay, so what I failed to mention was when I used the Surface mm-hmm. Laptop Studio as a laptop, I never used a touchscreen. I never yeah. reached for it. I think that I think that's also like a very personal thing because when I'm like using a laptop, I don't like reaching for the screen because I, I don't find that a comfortable experience. Yeah, and that's understandable. But, yeah, 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 that's understandable. And I know that for me, I do. I even touch my computer monitor screen sometimes. I, I actually <laughs> had I, look, look, just just so you know, I used to have a touchscreen monitor, and oh. it was so much easier for me to touch my touch. Yeah. It was a 24 inch monitor that I purchased that was a full touchscreen and uh, yeah. 1080p. And I never, and I got rid of it and then got a regular 4K monitor. And sometimes I kind of find myself, but that's because I'm used to that. And if you're not used yeah. to it, I can understand your situation, how you feel like you're not gonna, you know, you have no incentive to touch the screen, but somebody yeah. who's been using Windows or touchscreen, everything, I'm kind of like, I try to touch everything. Literally, I get in people's cars, try to operate their radio. I'd be like, "Oh, dang, that's right." You know, it's just. Yeah, a habit. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play devil's advocate to my own mm-hmm. stance about MacBooks not touch touchscreens. Mm-hmm. MacBooks, like, here's the thing: because MacBook screens already get so so fingerprinted that they might as well just add a touchscreen because people are gonna touch this screen anyway. Like, I've kind of found that. Like, I don't even touch my MacBook screen, but there's fingerprints all over the all screen. Over I don't it. know where they're from. I, like, <laughs> like yeah, so from that quick, point, yeah, real quick, real one. quick. So yeah. I. I had the experience where I, I had an iP- uh, iPad for a few years, mm-hmm. and then I got a MacBook Air um, because of the job that I was working required Mac. When I tell you, when you first get into both, it is so ridiculously similar that I kept reaching for my <laughs> my lap my laptop screen because the the OS is just so similar, and yeah. it looks like a tablet OS just because of like 
just that's just how it looks it does and, oh apple apple has done a few things with mac os to like make like it feels like they're making targets bigger as if they're like planning on a touchscreen because like yeah. if you go to the mac control center like it's like it's like the ios control like things are big like as if like they made yeah right yeah things. that's what but, yeah it yeah. threw me off so i, I would touch my mac my macbook screen accidentally like at least 20 times a day just because yeah <laughs> i actually put a um a screen protector for mine so problem solved for me but yes uh ramal you and both of y'all are 100 right yeah. i get fingerprints on this thing and i used to be like oh it just i, mean, I got a bad ocd so i always got like a cloth in my pocket and i'm sitting here wiping my yep. screen off all the time so i just went ahead and bought me a screen protector and now i don't get the, i get lint now so <laughs> i got another problem so the fingerprints yeah. is you know cool That's and everything and, and, yeah. I, and i oh, do Michael, yeah I do hate Apple's keyboards when it comes to like fingerprints because it you can really see the the oil from your fingers up here really bad. Uh, they get shiny. It's like obsidian oh, after a week. Like yeah. it's shiny as hell. Yeah. They need to use like I don't know what material they're using, but they need to like the, the the keyboard is fine, but the material they're using needs to change because I'm sick of that. I even bought me um, like my the, my board. entire MacBook looks pristine except for the keyboard. I treat it really well. <laughs> right, it's yeah. just like. Like if you look at the keyboard, you think it was like a ten year old Mac, but it's like literally fourteen months old. <laughs> That's how bad so it is. I want to hit this uh, Michael Pepper comment. He's always leaves the best comments for sure. This is something a lot of people forget about. Mm. Like with with the development of like M one and um, no. that type of uh, chip or hardware. Um, iPad uh Mac OS supports iOS and iPad apps for the most part. Like, okay. See, okay, this is something where this is why Max would need touchscreens. I forgot about this when I tweeted. Okay, now Max need touchscreens because okay. <laughs> okay. See, see, I change I, my sex. Make, make up your mind now. I forgot make up your about mind. that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Okay. okay. Because I use Luma like because when because I use Luma Fusion on my Mac just to see what it was like. It's like yeah. the input is designed for touch, but you need to use a mouse. It sucked. It sucked because like yeah, all of the gestures yeah. were like touch based, but you you can't do touch based gestures with the mouse. Like you can, but it it just sucks. I forgot about that. See now okay. my stance has changed. I do got a question though. Oh dang, I yeah. never thought about putting Luma up here. I'm downloading it right now as we speak. So, <laughs> no, it, so the the input's gonna yeah, be weird. Just, like they, they expect you to touch it. the screen, but you can't because it's a Mac, right? Oh, yeah. I, I don't expect to really use. I just want to try it out and see. I'm yeah. gonna. I use uh, uh, DaVinci anyways in Final yeah. Cut. So. But uh, anyways, with that being said, uh, you know people said that these apps um, have support. The Macs have um, support for apps, or whatever like that. Look, the only good apps I ever found up here was like Twitter and maybe like two other three other apps they don't really have like a large selection of apps like they do an ipad yeah. that fits on the mac and you know why because the macbook doesn't have a touchscreen they won't work properly oh just everything <laughs> so it, just, it makes it, sense now okay okay because because yeah. you know whenever i was like you could download apps for your m1 i'm like bro these apps suck i want i want my instagram right, up here. I want my Facebook up here. on a mac like that would suck like yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, that it makes sense now. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm for I'm pro yeah. touchscreen anyways, so Bro, I'm, <laughs> that a, I'm a changed man. Because <laughs> it makes it makes yeah. sense though. That's why. Yeah. So, I I do definitely want um that, but I'm gonna try this Luma up here. I'm not. I, I'm over yeah. Luma Fusion. I can't believe Galen. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys have used CapCut on the Mac. Oh, CapCut actually. Yo, that's what Galen used. Yo, that's, yeah, that's it's what Galen so good. It's fire, fire, fire. So Best. Good. Yeah. Best free video editor by far, by a lot. Best it's... free simple one compared to like DaVinci Resolve. Well, it's like yeah, the best free, like, yeah, yeah, best free simple video editor. Yeah, it's it's insane. I was just about to ask you guys: Do you guys ever use the um 
Apple touchpad, the, cause I've been thinking about getting one because I Which primarily one? use cap, uh, the, I like the, the magic trackpad. Yeah. Pad? That's the magic trackpad. Yeah. yeah. You mean this one? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I I definitely like plan on getting one of the sort for Windows. It's because... really nice. I use it with I sometimes when I'm feeling a little dangerous. I like to connect <laughs> my iPad to my TV and just use it, pretend that it's yeah. a desk setup, and I use this with it. So good. Well, I I, I, I actually put one in my I actually had put one in my cart, and I went on Twitter and asked everybody um, about the Magic Trackpad. Everyone says it's good and stuff like that. And then uh, Ike, um, he was like, "It's like using the MacBook's trackpad," and I was like, "Damn." I guess I'm not buying it, and because oh, you don't like you don't I, like the I, MacBook trackpad. Okay, um, okay. Let me let me rephrase what I said or a little bit, right? Yeah. I don't like laptop trackpads. I don't use them. I'm using a mouse right now with my laptop. I don't like okay. trackpads. It's it's too cramped. It's too small. I can't get precision touches or whatever I'm trying to do, whatever. So I don't use them. So when they was talking about how it's beneficial for Final Cut of zooming in, yo, it blew my mind when I went to Twitter and I was actually editing the video on Final Cut and I took my uh, MacBook trackpad and I went like that. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. this time I could zoom in like this the whole time. And I kept yeah, going that's, to the little icon like this. like the main thing that I want to <laughs> so, do like with it is video edit. I just, it's so weird yeah. like using the scroll button on your mouse to um, expand and decrease the timeline. Like I, See, I, I use the it. MX Master, and I, I've mapped so that when I tap, when I click the center button, yeah, I have the scroll button. It, like it, it zooms in I and got, out. I love um, it. Yeah. I gotta get that but mouse. No, the, the, You're the, like the eighth yeah. person that said I need to get that <laughs> mouse, man. Yeah. Whew, so what did you map? What did you map? Uh, so I mapped the center. Like you see the, the the button there, that one. Oh, sorry. Let me oh just, yeah. Uh, this yeah. one. So basically, I, I don't remember exactly what. It is. So I mapped it so that when I click that. And I so if I click, hold that and use any of the scroll wheels, mm. it zooms in the zooms on that axis. So for example, if I'm like on a video timeline, it like expands the timeline. Um, if I okay. click That's this button and I scroll on, if I click and hold this and then I scroll on the uh, side, bro, I can't. can't now, control, real quick, I'm to cut you off. Yeah, somebody's yeah. trying to find you on YouTube. Did you make a YouTube channel yet? Yeah, yeah, he has I YouTube. Have, has like I, I don't even post on it though because it like, I don't have the time. I don't have time. <laughs> Okay, um, okay. I did. I did I tell him should. that you're a TikTok yeah. person, though. Yeah, because they, they were trying yeah. to find you on YouTube, but I was like, he's TikTok. So. Yeah, I, I do. Okay, when when the iPad 10 and the iPad Pro M2 came out, I tried to. Mm -hmm. I pretended to be YouTuber and I made the videos for embargo. Mm -hmm. I don't know how these people do it. It's so stressful. Mm -hmm. It is so stressful. Yeah, like, I don't know how people do it. It's insanely stressful. Like I, I can't I put can't. myself through that stress. Yeah. I can't. Galen's a champ because he edited on tablets. I can't do it, man. Yeah, I love. I just. <laughs> It's so much more immersive editing on touchscreen for me. It's it really is. hard to go back to a computer. Like that's like I'm trying to use like desktop um, editors now, but like. Well, Galen, so have you used CapCut on Windows? Have you used CapCut? Yeah, I have it installed. Yeah, I use yeah. it all the time. Like I use that for the, my church's video editing that I do. Um, you can even do like you can do lots in color grading in CapCut. Like what? I, <laughs> like it's, it's insane. insane. It's yeah. so good. It's definitely like the best short form content um, editor mm. by far. Oh, and the auto captions are just spot on. Love it, bro. Yeah, and no, just, just I can't. It's, it's so much. And have you used like the little um, like the camera feature on your phone? You basically get the TikTok camera. No, yeah. I haven't have you used that yet? It's no, so no, cool. Like you get ever all of the uh, TikTok filters and features in CapCut, so you could like record 
it's like an option that says camera. You click on that. You can record like anything in TikTok format and then post it to like YouTube Shorts or wherever else. Wait, like, this is CapCut like on the phone? CapCut on yeah, the phone? Yeah, the CapCut mobile app, yeah. See, see, that's something I was thinking of doing because right now what I do is like, well, what I'm planning to do is just download my TikToks, but then like uh, for, for YouTube Shorts, but that just degrades the quality. But if Cap, I never knew CapCut had the effects built in. Yeah, CapCut has an like, inbuilt. Yeah, Cap CapCut has an inbuilt camera uh, that has literally all the features and filters and green screens that TikTok uh, does. Things a lot <laughs> easier. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so yeah it's so dope, bro. Like I love CapCut. But yeah, yeah I, uh, I do. I, no. I, I say one thing real quick. I, I do do photo okay. editing on my Surface more than I do my Macs, um, because of the touchscreen and pen. It's, it's so much more immersive, like you say, with video editing. It's immersive editing photos with a pen, way better. But of course, oh, like, it's idea. so good to touch the yeah. thing you edit, like touching it, the thing yes. that you're actually editing. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's, it's a different experience. Yeah, it's so much yeah. better because I'd be like this and I'd be having a pen in his hand and I'd be sitting there, you know, cleaning up blemishes and everything else and just pinching it. It's just so much better editing. That's why I love Lightroom on the iPad. Yeah. Lightroom on yeah. the iPad. Well, only because I'm not a Lightroom person. Lightroom is like beneath me. Yeah. No offense to anybody that uses it. Um, it's just that <laughs> I don't have, it's just that, I'm sorry. It's just that like, I'm a portrait photographer and wedding photographer. And yeah. now I'm getting into product shots, as y'all can see from my posts and stuff like that. I'm trying to get mm -hmm. more into that. So I post my product, my, uh, my stuff yeah. that I purchased. Anyways, with that being said, the Lightroom doesn't give you full control over your photo, like Photoshop. And that's the only reason I, I don't like Lightroom is because uh, you know, when it comes to people and certain things, you can't do certain things under Lightroom. You have to like port it over to Photoshop to get stuff done and port it back right. if you want. So for basic people who's okay with just sliders and stuff like that, Lightroom is perfect. But I'm beyond the sliders at this point. So that's no, where I'm, I'm at. I'm a basic you know? bitch. I need my, yeah. I need my and, and, and I don't take that. I don't take <laughs> yeah. that from anybody because yeah. I understand why people love Lightroom. But like I say, yeah, so I'm beyond Lightroom. No, 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 no. You <laughs> get me? No, no, you. I, I don't like Lightroom. I use it because it's like the only thing I can use because Adobe's pricing structure is just dumb. I hate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I use Lightroom. I, I use Lightroom and Photoshop because I don't really have that much choice if I want to like collaborate. Like, what, what choice do I have? I hate yeah. that. I hate that about Adobe. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, I bought um Infinity yeah. Photo, I think, on my Mac and I bought, uh, and I bought it. Uh, yeah, I think I bought it on my Mac and I think it's on my Windows. I think, I think I bought, yeah, I think I bought oh, that. Affinity, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I bought that and I, and it's like Photoshop and I tried to use it, <laughs> but it's, it's just, I don't know why I want to swap, I want to switch over to it because it's a one time fee versus, you know, Adobe. I'm paying Adobe every month for uh, Photoshop and it's just, it's irking my nerves or whatever like that. I used to pirate the program. I ain't gonna sit here and lie. And uh, when it came to me having it on Mac, every time I pirate it, somehow it just doesn't work again. It doesn't work again. But if I pirate on Windows, it stays forever. I don't, I just, it, for some reason, I just can't get it, the the uh, the registry or the key gen to stay on Mac or whatever for some reason. So I, I caved in and just bought it. And now I use it on all of my products and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um. Yeah, that's it's a sad life. Because <laughs> I hate being. I feel like we could definitely do like a whole podcast just on video editing, photo editing uh, software oh, with YouTube. Oh, for sure. That would be for insane. Sure. You already know it, man. Yeah, that's yeah. This is a dope conversation as always. Me and Ramal, I just hit up Ramal like literally today, yeah. talking about how much I miss like the old. Like we used to have like five people in here just talking tech. We're probably gonna definitely get back to that because mm. just so much fun. Uh, being able to just conversate with people who follow the same things you do is just a dope sense of community for sure. So yeah, I appreciate yeah. you for joining us, Ramal. 
No worries. Appreciate your time, man. I love I love being on these like chats. It's just fun, you know. Like, it's no holds barred. Just talking about tech. Hey, man, it's better than Twitter. <laughs> oh, let's say that. We we all we all met thanks to Twitter, but like, yeah. Twitter just kind of run its course. So, you know, it, it has, yeah, it for has. sure. So yeah, we're gonna um, wrap this up now. Appreciate everyone for joining yeah. us. Um, gonna post this um, to all the podcast platforms tomorrow in case you guys want to listen to us. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna wrap this up. Thanks for joining, and see you guys next week. Yeah, definitely, bro.